turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. This is the four o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. My telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I had not planned on discussing this at all, but uh, most of you know we have a TV monitor here in the studio, and just a few minutes ago they were talking about the rise in energy prices, particularly gasoline. Uh, do you remember what gasoline was one year ago? Remember that? Just one year ago? It was uh, averaging about a dollar thirty a gallon less one year ago. Uh, that's on average across America, about a dollar thirty a gallon less. So if you have a 20-gallon tank in your car, that's an extra $22, $23 every single time you fill up. Yeah. Now, here's something you need to understand. And I don't hear anybody talking about it. I don't even hear anybody in the conservative news talking about it. And I'm not a particularly smart person, but I know what's going on. The price, as long as Joe Biden is president, the prices are not going to go down. And here is why. It's a plan. Well, you know, uh, the, the, the pandemic and COVID and, and, uh, and we've had to cut back and, uh, you know, there's got problems in the... Hey, don't listen to all that garbage. The liberal left hates fossil fuel because it's going to destroy the planet. They hate gasoline. They hate oil. They hate diesel because they honestly believe that this is going to bring an end to civilization as we know it. So they want gas prices to continue to go higher and higher and higher so that you and I will finally say, I can't afford to drive a car. I guess I'm going to have to get on the bus. I can't afford to put gas in the car. I guess I'm going to have to just bite the bullet and, and buy one of those electric cars. You know, they don't, they don't burn gas. They don't burn diesel, those electric cars. Mm-hmm. Where does the electricity come from? Oh, um, renewable energy like solar and wind. Have you have you looked lately 
at the percentage of our electricity that actually comes from the, quote, renewable resources. And then when you begin looking at that, have you looked at what it takes to recycle one of those windmills? Not only the cost, which is in the hundreds of thousands of dollars just to recycle just one of them, the impact on the environment. Um, What about the impact on the environment with the batteries in these electric cars? What about the strain on the electric grid? That if everybody finally said, okay, 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 we'll go buy, we'll go buy a Tesla, we'll go buy a Leaf, we'll buy a, you know, one of the new electric cars. Nobody's talking about what that would do to the electric grid. The, the, these are things nobody's talking about. But anyway, here's here's the bottom line. This is not an accident. It is intentional to try to wean us off of gasoline, diesel, natural gas, fossil fuels of any kind. This is intentional. The prices are being driven up on purpose. Yeah, well, who does that hurt the most? Poor people? Okay, gas is up a dollar twenty, dollar thirty a gallon. Who is that going to hurt most? The uh, corporate executive that's making a half million dollars a year, or the person that's driving back and forth to McDonald's or Wendy's or whatever, working for minimum wage? Who is going to hurt the most? But this is the bottom line. These plans, programs dreamed up by the liberal left always, 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 always hurt the poor more than anyone else. In fact, this whole thing, you you don't have to be a Harvard economist to figure this out. All right, so let's say tomorrow the liberal left gets their way and the minimum wage across the board in America goes to... Well, let's say $25 an hour. You know, why not $25 an hour? Okay. So all of the companies in America are going to have to adjust their wages. So they're going to be pouring out much, 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 much more in wages and salary. So in order to stay in business, what will they have to do? Well, they'll raise the prices. They will raise the price in almost the exact same manner as the adjustment in the minimum wage. Minimum wage goes up 10%. So prices go up 10%. Minimum wage goes up 20%. Prices go up 20%. But we're helping poor people. We're raising the minimum wage. Once again, just an honest, common-sense question. So we we raise the minimum wage to $25 an hour. So we got a lot of people making much, much more money. Isn't that great? Yeah, until they have to buy groceries or put gas in their car or buy a TV or, you know, a, a computer 
or anything else. The price that they pay will be just about in proportion to the increase in the wages. So you're making more, you're spending more. Now, who's that going to hurt? Rich people? Uh, No. Poor people? Uh, Yeah. Uh, As I said, you don't have to be a a Harvard economics professor to figure out just some common sense things. But I just saw a lengthy story on Fox News about the rise in gasoline, energy prices, and so forth. And not one of them said, this is intentional. This is not accidental. It didn't just happen. This is a plan to get all of us to turn from fossil fuel because that is their ultimate goal. And they've stated that. I just saw that we are pumping almost 15% less oil in America today than we were a year and a half ago. Why? Is there less oil underground? Uh, No. Well, there's more of a demand. Prices are going up because it's more scarce. You know, that's the whole supply and demand thing. So then why are we pumping 13 to 15% less oil to make oil more scarce, to drive up prices, to convince more people that we got to ditch our cars or at least buy electric ones. Oh, and by the way, who can afford the electric cars? Poor people? You know, here's a person just trying to get along and they've got a they got a 15-year-old car that runs on gas. So again, this move to get us all off of fossil fuel, who's going to hurt the most? Some guy who just bought his third Tesla? Or somebody driving a 15-year-old car? Uh, It's not rocket science, folks. But it is wrong. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. All right. I'm going to tick some of you off. Hey, before I do, <laughs> be- be- before I tick some of you off, Uh, Just a quick reminder, and I do mean quick, our Bible League campaign finishes tomorrow. And if you promise not to tell anybody, just a little secret, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I'm taking my beautiful wife up to Amish country tomorrow. We're going to a concert tomorrow night. 
Uh, both of us love Southern gospel music, and we're going to go up and see the Isaacs up in uh, up in Sugar Creek tomorrow night. And in order to get there in time, yeah, I'm going to have to take the day off tomorrow. Yeah, I have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mark Harrington is going to be sitting in for me tomorrow. So you are in good, good hands. Mark Harrington is going to be my guest host tomorrow, which means... I the, tomorrow is the last day for the Bible League campaign, but I will not be here to tell you about it. So uh, today is the last opportunity I'm going to have. On Monday, I'll give you a final update. I'll give you the final figures and so forth. And I'm praying that they're higher than where they are now. Now, right now, it is wonderful. It's incredible. Uh, our goal was $12,000. We're now at $14,555, which provides 2,911 Bibles. $5 a piece. Our goal was 2400 We're at 2911 But that means we're just 89 Bibles away from 3,000 Bibles. Wouldn't that be incredible? I mean, seriously. Wouldn't it be incredible if we could reach 3,000 Bibles? We just need 89 more Bibles, and at $5 a piece, that's 400 and $45. Somebody listening to my voice right now could call 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, and pledge $445, and we would be at $3,000. One person could pledge $200 and somebody else $200 and somebody else $45. But uh, I'd love to see us get to uh, 3,000 Bibles. And we're $445 away from that. You can call 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673. Again, all over tomorrow, but I won't be here. 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673. Or, of course, you can go online at thewordcolumbus.com, thewordcolumbus.com and just click on the Bible League banner. It will be there today, it will be there tomorrow, and then it will be gone. The Bible League banner at the word Columbus.com. Lots of things happened uh, and continue to happen during this pandemic. Here's one you probably haven't thought of. This is from CNN Health. CNN. Headline, need for liver transplants due to heavy drinking soared during the pandemic, new study finds. The need for liver transplants because of heavy drinking soared during the pandemic, researchers reported yesterday. They found the number of people who got a liver transplant or were put on a waiting list due to alcoholic hepatitis was 50 percent higher than the pre-pandemic trends. 50% higher. Now, you know what direction I'm heading. If you're a regular listener, and I'm not trying to convince you, but I'm not embarrassed at all to tell you where I stand on this. I hate booze. I do. I, I just, I hate it. 
and I, I, I know, I understand, I am now in the tiny minority, even in the evangelical Christian community. I know that that has changed dramatically in the last hmm, 20 years. 20 years ago, if you were an evangelical Christian, you did not touch alcohol. You just didn't. Well, that's all changed. Okay? And a lot of people are really happy about it. Okay? That's fine. I'm not. Because I don't see anything good coming out of it. And I see a whole lot of bad. Now, get this. Because some people would read this and say, well, these people have been drinking their whole life. Listen to this. And I quote, Alcoholic hepatitis is a condition that often develops after years of heavy drinking. But it can also develop after a short period of excess. Did you know that? We're, you know, we're talking uh, alcohol, hepatitis, cirrhosis, the liver, and so forth. I always thought that was only after, you know, years and years of, of, of abusing booze. No. Again, I'm quoting, but it can also develop after a short period of excess. The study was conducted by the University of Michigan, and they found that the number of people who needed need or needed liver transplants increased 50% since the pandemic began because people are trying to escape. They're depressed, they're despondent, they're confused, they're discouraged, and so they try to drink their sorrow away. And I know, I know, I know, most people do not drink to excess. I know that. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to convince me. I know that. But there is always that potential. There is always that potential. I'm feeling down. So I'll just drink a little more. And a little more. And a little more. And a little more. 50% increase in the need for liver transplants, quote, due to Heavy drinking has soared during the pandemic. All right, when we come back, I've got some stories about America's public schools that will absolutely blow your mind when we return. 